Welcome to the Audacious Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Rihanna Beers. Each week, we will walk you through the entrepreneurial adventures of either myself or my amazing guests as we explore what we did right, what we've done wrong, and everything in between. We'll arm you with tactical tips and tools that will allow you to navigate your own path to build your dream business. Y'all, before we get started with today's topic, I gotta tell you, I'm super excited to share some great news with you. I created a workshop, and it's a workshop for those of you who don't use a tax preparer. So pick your job the floor, because I know I'm always preaching to y'all about how important it is to have a tax professional to help you with your tax return. But I also know that some of y'all aren't at a place where it's a financially responsible decision, especially in this quarantine environment. So today, I'm talking to all you self-preparers out there. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's a parent, a sibling, a friend, whoever it is. I have created an amazing two-hour workshop just for you. All right, listen up, because this is who the workshop is created for, okay? If you are preparing your own taxes using an online platform like TurboTax, TaxAct, TaxSlayer, etc., Are you guilty of procrastinating on filing your taxes every year because you remember how much anxiety the previous year's experience caused? Maybe as you're doing your tax return, you're constantly revisiting screens, changing numbers, and plugging in different possibilities because, you know, one single box changes your three-figure refund into a four-figure balance due, and you have absolutely no idea why. So frustrating. Maybe you have to bounce back from screen to screen, chipping away at entering your W-2s and your 1099s and all the other documents you have until finally you think everything's where it might belong. Fingers crossed, right? When all is said and done, you decide you're satisfied with a feeling that you probably have it right because, well, looks like last year. And honestly, at this point, you spent so much time on that darn thing already. You just got to be done. Maybe you have that one final feeling of hesitation before you hit that submit return button because there's just this nagging feeling in your gut that you missed a deduction or a credit that could have gotten you more money. Okay, well, in this two-hour workshop, I'm going to show you how to minimize your audit chances and maximize your tax refund. I'm going to give you the tools you need to file your next tax return with a higher level of confidence and possibly even a smile on your face, you guys all for a one-time investment of just $147. However, it does get better. As a podcast listener, I'm considering you a VIP. So I'm going to give you the VIP price of just $97. You guys, that's a steal. $97 for a two-hour workshop with PDF guidebook, with 2019 tax return cheat sheet, and a live Q&A. Guys, $97. It's crazy. So if you want in on this or you want more information, go ahead and visit the Audacious Audacious Entrepreneur Facebook page or the show notes for the link to get your VIP pricing. Don't wait though, you guys. The cart opened today and it's only open through May 12th and the live happens May 13th. I really hope to see you there. Now let's get on with the show. You guys, I'm so stoked about today's topic. All right, super excited to talk to you guys about it. Um, I've been getting so many comments, DMs, messages, and just even not 
necessarily the things that come to me directly, but the stuff in my Facebook feed, you know, and in my Instagram feed are all things about, you know, how do I, it all comes down to how do I sell in this environment? Okay, how do I sell in this sensitive environment where some people seem to make it like a no-no to sell? Like they're, you know, kind of making me feel like I shouldn't be, right? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to sell in this environment. We're going to talk, let me pull the agenda up so I go in the right order, okay? Um, we're going to talk about why it's important to continue to sell in this environment and how to do it. Right. I'm going to give you tips on how to sell sensitively. It's not a thing, but we'll say it's a thing. Um, And then I'll. Oh, my God. I'm just today is going to be great. Today is going to be fire. You guys, I let me start with. I never imagined that I would be advising people on selling. Okay, I am not a salesperson. I've never thought of myself as a salesperson. And. There we go. Sorry, I got to make myself just a little. There we go. And, oh, I just, I just, that's not how I've ever seen myself or pictured myself, right? So a couple weeks back, I was asked to give a training to a team of 50-ish sales reps. And in it, I was asked to include how they are supposed to continue to sell to their accounting clients. Me, right? So needless to say, when I sat down, I realized that I was being asked to give sales advice to professional salespeople, got a little intimidated, okay? Got a little like, what in the world can I teach professional salespeople about sales, right? Well, turns out I can teach them a lot, you guys. That training went so well that I was asked to repeat it on a national level to over 2,000 sales reps, You guys, after that training, I got so much positive feedback. It was uncanny. And it was at that point that I scheduled this training for today because I did, I felt like I couldn't, this, if if this information went so well with people that are in sales, right, that are meant to be salespeople and like that is what their job is, this information has got to be beneficial to my business owners who might not necessarily be salespeople by trade or by characteristic or whatever, but when you're a business owner, you're kind of always in the business of selling, right? We're always, to some extent, salespeople, whether it's because we're a service and we're selling our services or we're selling, it sounds funny, but we're selling ourselves, right? Because a lot of times, I I don't know if you hear this, but people don't buy your product, they buy you, you know? Um, So we'll talk a little bit about that. But I'm just, today, I thought this was even more important because I had gotten a lot of feedback from you guys that, like I said, you guys were having a hard time in this, in this current environment. You know, we're in this quarantine and this pandemic, right? And so many people are getting the feeling that they're not supposed to be selling, all right, that it's insensitive to be selling, that it's inappropriate. And that like the rationale behind that is because there are people that are going through devastating, devastating life changes right now, right? And I don't want to take anything from those people. Um, There's people in this group, you guys, that are 
you know, on the brink of losing their business. I know some that have lost their business. There are people who are dying, who are taking care of the sick or the elderly or the dying. Um, you know, there are the uh, so many people that are going through things that we can't even imagine, right? So I think we get this feeling that it's insensitive to be selling to these people that are going through this crazy time. Okay, well, that's not the, you know, those people that are getting hit by devastation and tragedy are not the only people out there to be selling to, right? So those aren't your, the people you're selling to. And you guys, it is so important to continue selling in this environment because there are still clients out there. There are people out there who need your product or service in order to run their business, in order to maintain their health, and in order to maintain their sanity, right? If you are not, if you have something, a good or a service or a product that you have available, your business is running and you have this product or service available, you are doing your community, your world, a disservice by not putting it out there, okay? There are people that need your goods and services, all right? So you, are, you need to serve those people that are out there. They need your stuff, all right? Um, oh, I lost my, there we go. A lot of you guys have a team to take care of, right? You have a team, a staff, um, and even if you don't, you have a family to take care of, okay? And... So it is your obligation, your duty to keep your business going so you can take care of that team, those employees, to take care of your family. Okay, if your business goes down, how do you do those things? How, who takes care of your family? Who takes care of your employees' family? Okay, your employees rely on you. Your family relies on you. So another reason to make sure you are doing everything you can to keep your business in business. All right. You guys, we also, we need small businesses to, to win in this economy so that we can, uh, we can bounce back, all right? We, as small business owners, are part of the solution. We are part of fixing this, um, this crazy economic time. We are not the problem, okay? Small business is not the problem, but we are the solution, okay? So as small business owners, we have got to show up. We've got to contribute. We've got to serve. We need to play our part, all right? And the last thing I, I want to go before we actually get into the training is, we, you know, like I said, people are hearing this, this, this message that you're just, you, you have to serve. That's what you need to do in this time. You just got to serve. Well, I'm here to tell you that you can serve and sell simultaneously. All right. It's not one or the other. You can continue to show up and serve your community in ways that we will talk about and still sell whatever your product or service is and keep your business going. All right. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but you can do both. So that's what we're going to talk about. Okay. We're going to talk about how you get over that hump of feeling pushy or unsympathetic or sleazy. And the way you do that, guys, is to serve your audience. Okay. To serve your audience and serve your clientele so that when you do have something to sell, your audience, they, they want to give back to you. You know, you've shown up so much for them. But now that you have something that, you know, you can sell to, they want to help you. Okay. They want to get back to you. Maybe it's, you know, you keep showing up and serving. And then when it's time for you to sell, they want more from you because hell, all this free stuff you're giving them is so kick-ass. They want to see what your paid content is worth, right? What is your, if, if all this stuff that's free, is this great? What the heck is it that I'm paying? You know, if I'm paying something, that's got to be gold. 
right? Another reason you come up and you, you show up and you serve is because you want to be the first person they think about when they think about that product or service that you provide. Okay, there are a lot of people out there, a lot of industries where, you know, whatever it is that you serve or you do or might come a dime a dozen, right? But you're going to show them your expertise, your, you know, your knowledge, your caring, your serving, so that they know you care about what they're doing and you're who they think about when they need to, to finally buy or, you know, uh, buy that product or service. All right. So why you serve again is so they come to you. They are, I'm sorry, that you come to mind that they want to give back to you. You've served so much and shown up for them that they want to give back to you and, or that you've shown up so much in the free capacity that now that you've sold a paid product or service, they know that they want more from you. They want to buy that from you. All right. And so we come back around to in this time right now, in this economy, in this environment, even more now than usual, you got to serve the crap out of your clients. Okay. So that's where we're going to start is with the serving. Okay. But I, again, I'm going to come back to, I'm going to tell you in every environment, pandemic, no pandemic, economic crisis, no economic crisis, serving, serving, serving is how you're able to sell. Okay. And if anything good comes out of this quarantine, comes out of pandemic, I'm going to tell you it's right here. It's that quarantine is providing you with prime environment, with a prime environment to find ways to serve the hell out of your audience. Okay. Go serve your audience, serve your clients, serve your potential clients, customers, whatever you want to call them. All right. So ways to serve. All right. Let's start there. So if you're I'm going to start with the service-based industry, all right? Um, but keep in mind that even if you're in a product-based industry, some of these are going to work for you and vice versa. When we get to the product-based, some of the some of these are going to work for the service-based as well. So we're going to start with my service-based industry, okay? What I want you to do is I want you to show up with your expertise, your skills, and your knowledge and help where you can, all right? A great example is this group, okay? This group existed before the pandemic. Okay. But we, and I was, you know, we were talking about financials and balance sheets and tax deductions and tax savings and all those things. Right. When this pandemic started, that shifted. All right. We started, I started providing my knowledge, my guidance, my expertise and helping people understand the SBA loans, understand the PPP loans, um, understand unemployment, right? The tax credits, all these things, the CARES Act, everything that was passed by the government to help us as small business owners was all foreign to all of you, to all of us. So I used my expertise. I learned, I, I taught myself, and then I showed up to help you guys understand enough to get through these processes. All right. So help out where you can. All right. So if you're in a coaching or training industry, because I know there's a lot of you in here, a lot of coaches, trainers, advisors, some, you know, a lot of you in that area, whether it's across the spectrum, but whatever you're, so start with whatever platform you're on. All right. Whatever, whether you use email primarily, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, 
All right. And I want you to think that for every one post where you're asking for something, right, you're asking for them to buy something, you're asking for them to subscribe to a membership, whatever it is, for every one post where you're asking your audience to do something for you, you got to make three posts that ask for nothing. All right. So examples of the posts where you ask for nothing. Right. So if you're a health coach, you're going to give the nutrition advice. You're going to give the workout of the day. You're going to give the recipe of the day. Okay. My life coaches out there, you're going to give that organizational hack, the cleaning hack, the parenting hack, the self-care hack. For my realtors, you're going to give the staging tips. You're going to explain how to improve your credit score. You're going to uh, tell them what improvements to make to your home that'll pay off when you sell. Okay. You're going to serve your community with this information. Okay. This information that comes from your expertise, your knowledge, your experience, your uh, skills. All right. I can go on for days. We talked about health coaches, life coaches, realtors, accountants. We've talked about those, but I, and, and if you have an industry and you're honestly not sure how you can show up to serve, 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 let me know, put your industry in the comments and I'll, I can brainstorm with you right here um, about ways to show up and serve. Okay. But the point is find your clients, find your potential clients and find their pain points. Okay. And then solve their pain points. All right. Seem, seem pretty simple. Um, yeah, easier said than done, right? So the next thing you're going to say, but Brie, how do I find out what their pain points are? I don't know how to serve, serve, serve them. Okay. Let me tangent for a second and just and, and tell you a story. So when I think of a salesman, I, I think of them as, you know, the sleazy car salesman from sitcoms, right? You know, the slicked back hair, always smiling with the finger guns, you know, and the schmoozing and blowing smoke up your butt. Okay, that's what I imagine when I think of the word salesman. Well, I still remember dating my husband about 15-ish years ago, not a car salesman. But when he told me he was a salesman, I was really surprised. He went against everything I pictured a car a, a salesman to be, right? He didn't look like one and he definitely didn't act like one. So looking back and knowing what I know now about sales and the whole process, I know why Travis was such a good flipping salesman, you guys. He is the best listener I've seriously ever met. All right. There's there's a few of you on here that know my husband. And if you know him, um, you know, as a friend on a deeper level, you know, he is a great freaking listener. Okay. And this, this listening thing. That's a superpower. And that's why he was such a good listener or a good salesperson. All right. And that's what's going to make you a good salesperson. So the answer to how do you find your audience's pain points? You listen to your audience. Okay. You listen to your audience. So that does mean that you need to communicate with them. Right. So a few ways to do that. So this can look like engaging with them on social media right? You can DM them. You can respond as they're commenting on your posts, get them engaged in a conversation. Um, I scrolled too far. Uh, it can be posting something that gets them talking, right? Um, my favorite is Amy Porterfield. She's in um, online marketing and sales. And my favorite thing that she always says is, if I could wave a magic wand to take away your insecurities of online marketing, what would that look like? 
Okay, so that's my favorite. Like if I could wave a magic wand, blank. Okay, but some way to get your audience talking with you, right? You can also do this if you have an email list. You can start this conversation via email with your email list. You guys, you can text them. I don't know about you, but I have a ton of contacts in here in my phone, right? And I mean, Gary Vee, and I'll talk about him in a minute, but he, you know, he talks about the power of of your phone list, which we tend to not think about when we think about social media and our social media list. But our phone list, texting, you know, your people and saying, hey, you know, I'm 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 working on I'm serving the community in this time. You know, as you know, I'm a fight, I'm, I'm an accountant, you know, my specialty is in tax. How could I use the knowledge that I have to help you in this time? No, not everyone's going to get back to you, but some are. And those responses are going to help you start to identify your audience's pain points. All right. And when all else fails, or if you just like being on the phone, call them, call your people, call your people and have this conversation. Uh, bonus, have a Zoom. In this environment, people want to see other people. They want to interact. Um, one thing I that I recommend is, you know, get use your Instagram, use your social media, and offer 15-minute free consultations with people. You know, they share their pain points with you. You give them some advice. That becomes your, like, market research for what you're serving to your bigger audience. So an example, let's say you're a health coach. You offer some 15 minute calls, bring your, bring your health and fitness questions to me, right? You have these quick 10 to 15 minute calls with these, um, they don't have to be clients just with your, with your people, right? Your ideal clients, but your, your audience, your social media audience, and you ask them what their pain points are. They tell you, you know, you're able to give them a few pieces of advices right there, then and there on the call, on the Zoom call, but then you have this market research, you have this ammunition to go out and serve your bigger audience with. All right, you with me? So all of this boils down to this phrase, like, know, and trust. Have any of you guys heard like, know, and trust factor? It's everywhere. I honestly don't know where it actually was coined by or who it was coined by or where it came from. But the like, no trust factor, it means people buy from, they buy from people they like, people they know, and people they trust. And so by showing up for your audience and serving them, serve, serve, serving them, you're building that like, no trust factor, right? They're getting to know you, they like you, and because you're offering all this free information, they trust you, all right? They trust you're going to show up for them and help them when they need it. So <laughs> I've had a dry... just like throat going on all day. I'm not sick, but probably not enough water and definitely not enough sleep last night. <clears throat> so you're going to use these service posts we're talking about to connect and engage with your audience, like we said above, all right? Because like I was just saying, I'm just kind of re-bringing re it all back together. People buy from people who they like, know, and trust. Know, like, and trust. I think it's no like, and trust. They get to know you, they get to like you, they get to trust you. I think it's no like, trust. Doesn't matter. Point is those three things. So you're out there and you're serving, serving, serving your audience. So guys, when you finally do ask for the sale, I want you to keep your focus on how the product or service that you're selling is going to benefit the buyer. Okay, why do they need this? All right, don't focus on how 
great it is for you or, you know, and knowing those pain points from all the serving you just did is going to give you the reasons why they need it. All right. It all works together. I promise. All right. So those are those are the, the steps or, or tricks that I have for my service based industry people. Definitely some things in there that can work for my product based services. But here's a few that are specifically designed for my product product based service businesses. Um, but the same. These can also work for service-based businesses. I said product-based services, didn't I? Product-based businesses, yeah. but it can work for both. So my favorite, my favorite that I'm seeing right now is the sell one, give one, or the buy one, give one. So we're seeing this a lot in the mask-making businesses, right? So businesses are selling one, so selling a mask, and then they're giving one to a hospital or a homeless shelter or a nursing home, someplace that's in need of these masks. Right, fantastic idea. And you can do this. It, it, masks are what I use as an example because right now that's a lot of what's filling up my feed. But you can do this with any product and you could actually probably do this with a service, right, as well. Um, another, the other one I really want to, uh, that I'm really liking is the giving a percentage of your profits to some sort of charity or organization. And again, right now you can make that charity or organization something COVID related. It can be COVID research. It could be maybe a local food bank that's providing, you know, food for people who have lost their jobs or, or home, you know, whatever it is. But giving a percentage of your profits to some sort of charity organization is another way for my product-based services, my product-based businesses, goodness gracious, to give back and serve. All right. Um, and so... I kind of separated those into service and product, but absolutely everything that I just talked about can be used by both types, right? My product-based services can provide knowledge and tips and tricks on social media, just like my service-based industries can. Might just take a little more creativity to figure out where your niche is that you can help with. Okay, so you guys, the secret sauce really is to serve, 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 sell, all right? Um, again, it's been said by so many people, I would have to go back and figure out who exactly coined that. But I do, I do give you homework. I do give you a challenge that this is something you want to work on. There is a book called Jab, 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 Right Hook. It's by Gary V. Uh, God, what's Gary V's actual name? V Vannerchuk, I think. Um, and it's really about social media and using social media for your sales. But honestly, it's going to work with anything. And the jab, 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 right hook is like serve, 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 sell. And so it just gives you tips and tricks on why it's important to do this, how it works, why it works, and some tips on how, how to make it work. I, uh, so you guys, th this is what I'm doing right now. What I was saying is sell, 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 or serve, 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 sell. And what I was going with is that I'm doing that. You guys, I'm doing that in this group right now. I show up and I serve and I give you guys content. And when the time comes, I, I knew that I would have this audience to sell to. When I started this group, I had no, I had no, no product, anything to sell. I knew I had tax prep services and you guys know that as a given, you know, and I've had people come to me for tax services, but um, it wasn't something that I actually like was launching to you guys specifically. Um, and I want to, I, I do want to start by say, or start this little part by saying that I, I'm very aware and conscientious about selling to you guys. You guys, I don't always, I don't want to always be selling. And in fact, this is, this is the first launch I've had with you guys in the eight months I've had this group around. 
So because of that, I, I do feel a duty to you to just give you a heads up that there are going to be back-to-back launches coming up. This wasn't on purpose. It's just, and it's a rarity. It's just something that was kind of caused by the reality we're living right now. Um, this workshop that I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about right here was something that was not planned, but it, it came hard on my heart. And so I started creating it and I honestly didn't think it was going to be relative, uh, be relevant to a lot of the people in here, but I have been chatting with a lot of you lately and the dynamic of this group has changed. When I first started this group, most of it was people who went to HR Block or Jackson Hewitt um, mixed in with a couple of my own clients. And now I have a lot of you in here that actually do, do self-prepare your tax return. So again, wasn't really planning on, on pitching this, this workshop to you guys. But like I said at the very beginning, I would be doing you guys a disservice if I didn't tell you what I have to offer and to help you guys. So for those of you that self-prepare your tax returns, keep listening, all right? If you don't self-prepare your tax return, you can keep listening because maybe there's someone that can help you or that this could help as well. But um, this is absolutely for my um, for my self-prepares, all right? And, and one more thing, you know, just before I get into this, I kind of think of this, you guys, as a, think of it as Hulu versus premium Hulu, right? Free Hulu comes with commercials, premium doesn't. Well, free advice and a free Facebook group comes with an occasional service launch and occasional pitches. All right. I will, I will keep serving up the free content during these times and serving the crud out of you, but you're just going to see a few more posts in the next two weeks as we promote the launch. All right. So let's get into the workshop. It is a DIY tax prep, an A to Z guide to avoiding an audit and keeping more money in your pocket workshop. So exciting. Okay, I created this workshop as a way to both serve and sell, just like we talked about. All right. So as you guys know, I am in the business of doing people's taxes and advising them. But I recognize that there is a large demographic of people out there who don't need or just they can't afford a tax preparer. So when this pandemic started, I asked myself, how can I help this group of people? So I've spent the last few weeks doing market research and figuring out how I can help those of you out there who self-prepare your return. So I came up with this amazing two-hour workshop with Q&A, with PDF guidebook, and with a 2019 tax return cheat sheet. You guys, this thing is freaking phenomenal. Okay, just a few of the highlights of, that we're going to go over in the workshop. I'm going to provide you with a foolproof process to completing your return to maximize accuracy. I am going to give you the most a list of the most highly audited forms, and we're going to talk about how to file them properly so you don't get audited. We're going to talk about the most missed tax credits and what you can do so you don't miss out. We'll talk about the qualified business income deduction because, hey, business owners, that's for you. And then I'm going to share with you the number one form within your tax return that can help you understand your tax return year after year. Okay, so isn't that a lot of useful stuff? You guys, I am doing this. The, the I'm doing it for the like the normal community for $147, which is a freaking steal. But for you guys, you're my my VIPs, and I'm doing it for $97. $97 for a two-hour workshop with Q and A, with PDF guidebook, and with a 2019 tax return cheat sheet. Doesn't get much more valuable than that. As always. 
Thanks for being here, you guys.